Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I am Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon, one of the employee owners at Tab Computer Systems, has come in and helps me out with your computer comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. The first hour is usually a lot easier than the second hour. Uh, we are here live, so feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. And uh, that's the number. That's it. <laughs> Call that one and uh, get online, 860-522-9842. No matter where you are, if you're using your cell phone, it doesn't cost you anything extra, obviously. Um, we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We're also over on uh, Zuckerberg's uh, Facebooks here, over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page. If you want to post a question on there, say hello, uh, whatever in the chat area, um, even give feedback as far as if you think somebody, if you have an idea of what the problem the person's having, it's fine. You know, it's all a group effort here in a 50,000-watt flamethrower AM station, so why not use it? And uh, so you can go check out WTIC's Facebook page. And, of course, we do have the... Uh, the podcast and the uh, you can listen to us on Odyssey and 96.5 HD2 is also out there. There's so many ways. I mean, when we started this 27 years ago, it was just WTIC, just the old AM radio. Now you can get us so many ways. Mm-hmm. It could overload <laughs> on computer. <laughs> <laughs> Overdose on Computer Talk with Tab. So, as usual and customary, we have uh, some news for you, and Dennis has got one he wants to start with. Okay, this is very good. Mm. New York State yes. just passed a bill yeah. that is going to crack down on cryptocurrency mining. Good, that's good. Uh, th- what they've done is they've uh, they've essentially banned it mm-hmm. uh, for certain operations and for uh, a particular kind of crypto mining, mm-hmm. which is called proof of work. Right. But that happens to be the method for nearly all crypto mining at all. Right. Uh, there are uh, a couple that are probably going to move to other algorithms that mm-hmm. theoretically are less data intensive, but uh, they haven't done that yet. It's like blockchain light. Right. Yeah. And mm. I... I'm skeptical as to the workload being all that much lower anyway. I I doubt it. I can't see how. Um, Well, at any rate. Like he said, they're doing it for 
for power. They're reasons. doing it because of yeah, the power drain and pollution and and all of the attendant problems that come with that. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's great that New York is addressing this issue. Right. Um, well, we get most of our smog from New York. I understand. Uh, yeah. Well, New York and from the Ohio Valley. Gotcha. Yeah, it all comes right across. All right. Yeah, but so. yeah, New York is a major contributor. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, we'll get a little less of that now. Yeah. And well, now if you does New York have uh, isn't medical or marijuana like able to be grown in New York too? Like we're doing it here pretty soon, right? So you're gonna have glow glow lamps that are gonna be in people's basements that are gonna be. The other alternative to crypto. <laughs> so, so. Well, uh, you were telling me off the air before the show yep. that the just crypto mining right. worldwide, right. if you put it on a list of the power consumption by all the world's countries, would be what number? It's like 32. It'd be the, in the 32nd world. in the world in power consumption, like around where Argentina is as far as how much power it uses as a country. Right, right to, to exist, crypto is right up there, right there near Argentina as much how much power it's using to make fake money, to make something that doesn't have any intrinsic value whatsoever. Right, at least I know it doesn't have any intrinsic value, but some people think it does. Well, I just wonder where where on that list marijuana glow lights would. I will sit. see. That's going to come too. But remember, if you're putting glow lights on marijuana plants, you're actually growing something. Sure, sure, it's, sure. It's there. Yes. you can. Pick it. You can right. do things with it. I think the, it's right there. Before it became legal, I think the cops would go around with like in, like those uh, heat lights, that the ultraviolet. They'd be able to see if the you know which house in the neighborhood lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, we're gonna see more of that, I think. So we'll be discussing yeah. somebody else because we don't. Obviously, marijuana is not a technical thing here, but that we'll, other other shows will be discussing that. So in other news, uh, the man, the legend, the myth. Elon Musk is ordering Tesla execs to get their butts back in the office. Um, basically, he's saying, look, if you're an executive trying to manage people who are building cars, who ha- you can't do that remotely, and you can't build a car remotely, so get your butt back in the office and manage your people. Yeah, join the grunts. Exactly. Um, and so he's like, you know, there's actually, he's got examples of people who are in completely different states, quote unquote managing these folks in in california so he's like if if you can't get your butt in the office for 40 hours a week on site and if you don't show up he's going to assume you quit Ooh, yeah um and he's like if you want to work the any other additional hours remotely go ahead but a minimum of 40 on site so again it makes sense right you can't you know if you've got plenty of worker bees that are busting their their own butts there in the factory mm-hmm. on site they don't have the option to work remotely if you're an executive managing those folks Get your butt in the office. This is. I think you're going to find this more and more. I mean, hybrid hybrid remote work is obviously a great thing, um, but there's issues. <laughs> and Elon pointing, yeah, pointing out one. I read a story that I didn't bring up. Um, there's some guy suing Amazon. So remember Amazon? Well, everybody for everybody sent everybody home during COVID, right? Um, and there's this guy who worked from home. He's saying, "Look, Amazon, you owe my electric bill and my internet bill." Because you made me work at home, and there's a lawsuit going, and it's California, of course, and uh, the judge is going to allow it to continue, and he's it's, he's going to do it and make it to class action level, right? I mean, you think about how many folks worked remotely. Yeah, I mean, if this one guy is theoretically affected, then yeah, a lot of people would be. 
right? So actually, I'll put that story up too. You can read it. But the point is, so you're, you're darned if you do, darned if you don't, right? So if they didn't make you go home, and then they'll sue you for catching COVID. And if you did go home, they're going to sue you for making you use your power and your internet, right? And all Amazon <laughs> did was give you a job. So I don't know. Uh, we'll put the link up there for you, and you can you can read that. What else you got there, Dennis? Well, I have an article about a little podcast outage oh no that happened this mm. week yeah uh or last week mm-hmm. um interestingly enough podcasts hosted on megaphone okay were not available on spotify and some other apps for a number of hours mm-hmm. and the reason mm. is because a certificate was not renewed if we had a nickel for every time that happened, right? <laughs> I know. Well, nowadays, actually, nowadays it's a quarter. You can't say nickel anymore. If I had a right. quarter, <laughs> nickels are kind of worthless these days. Right, um, and yeah. it's all about just not keeping track of your certificates. Yeah, yeah, and that's a common issue. It is very common. So if you don't get it registered, the, the service won't go. You're not going to be authenticated, and no podcast for you. Yeah, we even get calls once in a once in a great while from mm-hmm. a one of our clients mm-hmm. they'll say i can't get to this website right and well why is it and then you you go there and it's not technically not down right they just can't load the page because the browser is rejecting it because of an old certificate right and the browser is trying to do its job saying hey right. i want to make sure this oh. is legit i don't want to send you to someplace that's not secure you, you absolutely can't fault the browser for that no nope. absolutely and the only thing you can tell the customer is wait until they fix it they don't always there like to hear no that. Solution. It's almost like, you, know, you must fix it. It's like, right. We get issues with customers saying other people's emails isn't working. It's like, we can't fix their email problem. Yeah, that's another <laughs> problem. So, all right, we'll put the link up there for you. So we're going to be here till uh, 11 o'clock. Uh, two lines open for you. You guys are getting on early, which is great. So feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we'll do our best to help you out. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here till 11 o'clock. So get online. Two lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. The number to join us. Let's go right to your calls. You're nice enough to do that. Let's go to Mary in East Hartford first. What's happening, Mary? Hi. Yes. I have a laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, HP Omen. Omen? And, yeah, an Omen. Hmm. That's a weird name for a laptop. Why would you call your laptop an Omen? <laughs> I don't, it's a game. It's a gaming. Oh, okay. All right, that makes more sense. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, um, I noticed that the the battery doesn't last as long as it did. Right. It's approximately four years old. All right. Yeah, that's okay. right about the time. And um, all of a sudden, I noticed that it started making noise. You know, like the fan, either the fan or the drive mm-hmm. uh, running. And then it got real hot right in, above the keyboards right there. Wow. But I noticed that uh, there was a cut in uh, the cord, you know, that you uh, charge it with. Yikes. So I replaced, I replaced that piece. Good. But it's still getting hot. When, I, when I'm not charging it, it doesn't get hot. Only when I'm charging it. So it's... I'm wondering if I should just replace the whole cord, or is it the battery and the cord together? Nope. It's um, not. No. It's the battery. I, it is the battery? I would bet it's the battery. 
this, okay, this is what I, I did a health check and everything, and everything seems to be good. Well, but you, did you did you take his temperature? And clearly, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> so the omen is sweating, and I would tell you to get a new battery if you can. And the issue is going to be whether it's replaceable or not. There's that, and how long the battery is sitting on the shelf that you're going to finally find to replace it. It could be a four-year-old battery you find that's still going to have the same problem. <laughs> it'll be better uh, because it'll wow. be new, but uh, I would tell you to get a new battery if it's replaceable, and that should do it. I mean, that should do it. This is why airplanes don't want you to bring lithium batteries uh, or pack them in uh, suitcases and stuff like that because they can't trust them. Um, yeah. And uh, that's why you bring them in the cabin, which I... They still can't trust them, but at least they could, what, check them out the window or something if something goes wrong? I don't know what their plan is. Um, but if they overheat like this, it's a it's fire hazard. Yeah, and it's very likely that it is the battery because it's chemically degraded now, mm-hmm. and it's it's going to be doing things like heating up, and it might even be putting out bad voltage into the laptop. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to change it. Yep. You really are before it really makes anything worse. Also, don't use your laptop on a, on your bed. You know, don't have it sitting on your bed. Motherboard or anything. Yeah, have it in a nice on a piece of hardwood or or a table or something like that or glass, whatever. So you have nice airflow through it. Because I've seen so many kids in college, they're literally sitting there with their laptop on their bed. That's going to clog the airflow up and cause other issues too. Oh yeah, I bought one of those uh, fans. You know, with a fan to cool it. Oh, nice. Very good. And then I also bought that air spray thing to clean the fans out. Wow. You take care of your omen. Yeah. <laughs> it's so. too much work to get a new one. It is. Well, here's the key, though, Mary. Are you handy? Because So my, my son's Envy that we got him for my middle son, his Envy battery had to be replaced. And yeah. the screws are so tiny. And the yeah. you got to take apart some stuff. Uh, thankfully, one of the, late, the girls in our shop took care of it. Um, and replaced it for me because I'm not that handy. <laughs> would have had a hard time with the little tiny screws. So you might have a little bit of issue there. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I um, looked on uh, see how to replace it yet. Yeah, YouTube. And there it. are those screws that you got to do it, and it's like, ugh. And they're special, like torque screws or they're hex. I'm not sure they're hex screws. They're not, they're not the normal screws to take off that back. Well, I'm reading right. one article from HP Support yeah. about one particular model, mm-hmm. and it clearly says it uses a Phillips head screwdriver. Oh, that's nice in that case. So, oh, good. I'll have to see if mine is. So good luck. So, Mary, when you buy the laptop, I mean, you buy the laptop, when you buy the battery, now be careful yeah. on Amazon, right? You're probably going to go to Amazon and start looking for this part. If it's some weird knockoff Chinese junk, I would I would contend it's a bigger fire hazard than what you have in your laptop now. You have to be sure that it's an OEM HP la- uh, battery and not some knockoff. I would not want a, lap- a, a, a battery in my home that was built that way. If it's too cheap, it could be too cheap. Right. No, it could be very expensive. Yeah, that's another way to look at it. All right, Mary? Okay. Uh, now, what if I go into a store? Would that be the best? Well, if they have, they don't probably stock stuff like this anymore. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think your Best Buy or Staples are going to stock those. No, but you might be you able know, to get them a online. Battery store. Oh well, if those exist, fine. As long as again, it's a true OEM HP battery, then you're okay. Oh, okay, OEM HP. Okay, great. All right. All right. Thank you. Good luck, Mary. Let us know how it goes. Okay, I will. All right. Bye bye. You too. Bye. So an omen.
They always make gaming computers sound so scary. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to uh, Detective Strange out there in Danbury. Hey, Detective. Hey, uh, good morning, gentlemen. What can we do for um, you? Listen, I have a Android smartphone, and uh, I have the cord uh, port in and the memory device for taking my photos out, but I cannot remove them having problems. Have any advice? You want to copy the photos to your computer, you're saying? No, I just want to go in. I have the cord. Mm-hmm. and I want to go into a memory, uh, it's a thumbnail uh, device, just take the photos out mm-hmm. so I can relieve some of that memory problems I have. Yeah, so when you connect it, when you connect your Android to your computer, you should be able to see it as a drive, and you have to, to tell it it's being used that way. The, yeah, on the phone, one of the notifications that'll come up, and you might have to swipe down from the top in order to actually see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, will be a request to tell the phone what it's supposed to do with this USB connection. Right. And you just say, uh, I think, share files. or yeah, something like Depending that. On, the, the on the model of the phone, it'll say something along those lines. Because that's a charging port and it's uh, other ports. So I have the... It does data and charging. Yeah, right, right in back of me I have it, but not in front of me, and I forget the name of the manufacturer of the phone. But uh, it's been a good uh, unit for me, but I have all my photos, mm-hmm. and I want to take them out through that, uh, you know, through that uh, port and into my thumbnail, which I have, you know, uh, and then, uh, you know, I can put them into a computer or whatever. But yeah. um, I've had other people attempt to, to do it, and uh, I cannot uh, uh, do that at this time. Is there any place uh, that I could take it maybe in Danbury or can mm. I call your company about it during the week? Well, unfortunately, we don't work with uh, end users. We only work with businesses. Um, so you should be able to do this yourself, Detective. Um, I will try. Yes. Yeah, so what you want to do is, and I had to do it for my own. I got a Pixel 5, so I had to go figure out exactly what the Pixel 5 wanted to do. Um, just do a quick YouTube search on your particular Android model. They'll walk you through, most likely, how to go ahead and connect your USB to your computer and make it a drive letter. And then you're going to navigate to the actual folder where your pictures are. And you're going to have the other USB device, your thumb drive, plugged into another USB port on your computer, like a different drive letter. Make a directory, copy paste, and then you can go ahead and delete it off your phone. Um, Yeah, so right now it's the you know, through the cord into my uh, memory device, and then I can do whatever with the, with the photos. Wait, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. You say into your memory device. You have plugged it into your thumb drive? Well, yeah, I have the smartphones in, the, in my kitchen. So, um, so I got, I've got the, the cord, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. going into the port, which is a charging or out port, and then I have a thumb yeah, memory device on the end of it. So all I want to do is yeah. I want to go on that memory device. No, I hear but you. I cannot, I cannot get my smartphone no. to recognize, okay, out into the memory device. Right. That's not going to work. You need an no. intermediary device like a computer. Do you have a computer? I do, but it's offline. Well, that's the thing you need to use as your intermediate, your interstitial device <laughs> uh, to go ahead and copy the data from the phone to the thumb drive. You can't do it the way you're doing it. That's why it doesn't work. Period. Okay, I, I will take your advice. All right. And is there any is there any uh, place 
that you know in Danbury I could take it if no. I No. I would say maybe you could walk to a Staples. They might be able to give you some advice. But we got to go, Detective. Thank you for your call. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And we are back. Four lines open for you. Get online, 860-522-9842, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Dennis and I are here until 11 in the flesh. So before we go to some news as we wait for your calls, uh, Dennis wanted to bring up something from the Facebook page. Oh, yeah. On the tab Facebook page, a commenter mentioned uh, taking the phone. This is about a uh, for previous the, caller. For the, for the previous caller who was trying to get pictures directly off his phone. Right, Detective Strange something. Yeah, the uh, the commenter suggested taking the phone to uh, Walgreens, CVS, or maybe even Walmart. Mm-hmm. They have kiosks, photo handling kiosks, That's that true. apparently can do this for him. And that'd be handy. And that'll get, yeah. the, that'll get the photos off, then he can delete them. Right. We and all- the, that kiosk will be the interstitial device. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis and I are trying to figure out as many ways to use interstitial as we can today. Um, but we, you know, I was really thinking off the air after that caller. I mean, in, in my wildest dreams as the call was, was progressing, I was assuming he was using a computer as the, right. as the intermediary or interstitial device, right? But no, he was plugging it from phone to USB directly. Yeah. So the other thought we had, too, if you're listening still, um, there is file Management software. Right. A a file management app that you could get on your Android. Some Androids come with them built in. I have a Samsung, and it comes with an app called My Files. Mm -hmm. That's the name of it. Now, the problem with it is it's kind of clunky because it's only going to show you one location of files at a time. Right. So what you'd have to do is select those files. Then you have to navigate back up. Mm-hmm. Through the hierarchy of the phone to that other thumb drive that you plugged into it, but we're not and even then certain, drop them there. But we're not even certain the thumb will be seen. Well, correct. It might not be recognized after all, right? Uh, because not all phones will recognize them correctly. 
So the the point that I was making is just use a computer or mm. something that can you can actually intelligently navigate between the two different places. Right. And it'll just work a lot better for you. All right, let's go on to calls. We're going to go to Joe in Manchester next. What's happening, Joe? Hi. Hi. Hi, uh, yeah. I've got a question. I, I, I got a MacBook Air mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, that I just got. And uh, I'm not sure how you set up email. Oh, um, with a MacBook Air, um, there are a couple options. It comes with uh, Apple's own mail app. And if you launch the mail app, it will ask you for your email address. And if memory serves, it will attempt to figure out what your proper server settings are based on its knowledge of that domain. Uh, And then it'll ask you for a password and get you going. In some other cases, it may ask you for server settings. Um, Which uh, email service are you using? Right now, I don't. I'm not using anything. Oh, you don't even have an email account? No, I don't. Well, that would be the first step. Okay. And the main suggestion that I, that Eric and I would have, mm-hmm. is to find out from your internet provider if they provide mail service to your their customers, including you, and then find out how to go about setting up that email address. Oh, okay. Then, once you've gotten that email address from your internet provider, right, which is good because you'll have tech support for it, because if something goes wrong, you can always call your internet provider for help, mm-hmm. then you can open up the uh, Apple Mail app, and it should be able to get you set up with that. Well, they might do it for, with, right with you when you talk they, to them about you're, getting you're, the email set up. You're right. They may actually work with the internet provider, that is, mm-hmm. may actually work with you to get it connected to Apple Mail on your computer. So, Joe, you're, are, are you the last person on the planet without an email address? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, you're the last guy. you got to be. <laughs> yeah, probably, because I, I, never, I, I never used it. You're oh. such a lucky man. How? I mean... To not have an email address is, you've probably saved your, in your living, right, time, you've probably saved your years has to have. of actual life. We're all kind of jealous. <laughs> all of us out here who have email are like, wow, Joe has not had to live with email until now. So, you know, wait until you get your email and you're going to be back with, with all of us. But, man, I'm a little jealous of yeah. you, Joe. I really never talked to anybody, so... You know, <laughs> well, that'll save you some time too, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, email is going to be handy for you to to do things. A lot of folks need it to interface with any companies you're interfacing with, unless you're a hermit. You have a phone, no, obviously. Oh, no, no hermit. All I'm right. Just, I'm I'm at home. I'm disabled, retired, oh, so gotcha. I'm uh, I'm bored as hell. There you go. Well, email will keep you active. <laughs> well, yeah. Now, if you open the world to email, mm-hmm. you are going to unbore yourself yeah. instantly. But, yeah. So good. So. Good luck, Joe. Talk. Who do? You, who's your internet provider? Uh, Cox. Okay. You yeah, get, they're going to help you. Give them a call. They absolutely will help you out. Okay. Well, thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate your help. Our pleasure, and good luck with the, the new email box. The last guy on the planet without an email box. <laughs> That's Joe <laughs> in Manchester. Good for him. I mean, oh my goodness, that is just. I don't know. Email's been around since forever. I mean, this goes back so it, many years. It is the original internet 
killer app. We had a we had a bulletin board system back as a company at Tab, and you were, we were able to send messaging through the bulletin board, the BBS system back in the early nineties. When I worked at an employer in the very early nineties, mm-hmm. uh, we had something called Toss, which ran on the mainframe system. Okay, yeah. and it was essentially an email application. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nifty, very very nifty. And here we are. Joe is joining us. So as we wait for your calls, feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. We have, well, technically, we've, la- we've helped the last person with email. We are gonna, <laughs> we're all set there. But we, uh, we'll talk about some news items as we wait for your calls. Uh, 860-522-9842 is the number. Wide open lines, four lines open on this gorgeous Saturday. We understand. Um, but we're here live for you if you need any help. Um, there's been some interesting news when it comes to Microsoft. There's a pretty serious zero-day remote code execution exploit that has been discovered in Word documents. And basically, this Word document thing is really kind of scary, although Microsoft poo-pooed it um, when, it first, when they were first warned about it in April. April! Mm-hmm. They knew about it since April. Uh, it's now June fourth. Um, this this code execution basically, if somebody sends you a document with this embedded in it, it'll actually leverage. Uh, it'll hit PowerShell, which is a built-in operating system command from Microsoft, and it'll do it via the Microsoft Diagnostic Tool, another built-in tool from Microsoft, to literally execute code. And I actually watched a video on this. The whole process of it, it is pretty crazy. Um, you don't even have to open the document to have it work it actually you can just like preview it that's painful Mm -hmm. and it's scary so you got to be careful now about documents coming at you if they're and this this code of course is available anywhere now i mean it's so easy to follow so microsoft needs to fix this they probably will at some point Um, but again it makes email phishing schemes even that much more dangerous in that the payload is delivered to you via email in a document that looks innocuous and the mail scanning out there may not notice it. They might not, no. Right? Because it's got it's just built-in code into the, the document. HTML, it's an HTML call that actually calls out to the internet and then downloads payloads and then it executes things. Scary stuff. Um, this happens on 365. Oh, on, yeah. Or your regular office. So, you're, you know, whether you wherever you are running Word, you have this vulnerability right now. Uh, so what we're telling you is to be a little extra careful. Now, if you have a good EDR technology like we use... Um, it should prevent anything from occurring uh, for our clients. For you as a regular uh, user out there, just be careful, right? Uh, and I, that, you're going to be like, Eric, what do you mean be careful? I don't know what I mean by be careful. Fly casually. Be careful. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's it, You almost can't trust anything on your email anymore. Right. And uh, there's so many vulnerabilities out there and so many things that we have to prepare for. And if you, So make sure you're backed up, right? You want to you prepare protect yourself from something happening um, by having a good backup or by you know having some antivirus going on there. And, and of course, if you enable your spam filters and stuff like that, that'll help as well because the phishing folks are going to just send out random phishing schemes with using this technology. But any script kitty out there can actually take this information and try to leverage it to do all sorts of things. Um, it'll literally will execute power, <laughs> PowerShell commands. So be careful. We'll put the link out here. It's a little technical. Um, do you have a good article that you found? I actually have two. Yeah. It goes over the zero day and how it's being exploited right now by mm-hmm. Chinese hackers. Of course. 
And then there's another article that goes a little more in depth as to actually what it does and how it works with your computer to accomplish what it's doing. And this is why we need everything to be zero trust. This is why everything has to be kind of encapsulated. Right now, Microsoft won the battle of getting computers in everybody's desks because they made everything easy. Right? They made the ability to share tech files easy, see hard drives, see other devices on a network, printers. You know, there's no reason QuickBooks should be looking at my Word documents. I shouldn't even be able to see them, right? Or Word looking at QuickBooks or vice versa, right? Well, the problem here, the problem here is elevation. Yeah. Now, if you've ever like tried to install software, mm-hmm. um, you'll on a Windows computer, you'll get this thing that comes up that asks you if you want to run it. And in some cases, it can actually make you put in administrative credentials for the computer. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. And that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to and, ask you. Right. And it's supposed to stop. Ev- it literally will stop everything on the computer and make you say yes or no. Right. Okay? But these exploits go past that. Mm-hmm. They're running elevated code Within. without stopping to ask and that is the problem right and microsoft has that mechanism built into the operating system Mm -hmm. apple also has it right when you're installing things apple will stop and make you put in an admin password right so why don't they fix that (laughs) so that whenever this elevated code runs it stops you and asks if you want to do it and at least people will say wait a minute why is I just opened this email and suddenly I'm being asked to make changes to my computer? Well, because I think Microsoft's spending more time trying to figure out what you're doing as a user so they can market it or sell that information than producing an operating system that's going to not have these issues and be more secure and be something that's going to protect us. I really think that's their focus is not it's it's us being the commodity. Now when they came up with Windows originally, they never thought of us as a commodity. Right, they thought of us as people purchasing their software as a tool. Right, and doing work with it. Right. Imagine Black and Decker selling you a hammer, but they're more interested in making sure the hammer knows where you're going with the hammer. <laughs> right. That's exactly what Microsoft's doing. You know, they're more interested in the actual where you where, where are you using that hammer on than how to make that hammer useful. So that's I think what's going on here, and Microsoft's got to get their act together because I'm sick and tired of it. And the um, the amount of tickets produced by Microsoft that we see every day. Oh. is exponential. It's insane. And, of course, all the security layers that we're adding to protect people from them, from Microsoft. Then we have additional tickets. tickets to work with those things. <laughs> it's yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. So, it's... I, we, I, we digress. We're, we're, getting, <laughs> we're getting into our day jobs. So feel free to get online. Four lines open for you. One line's ringing right now. 860-522-9842. We'll take a quick break and then get to your calls. We'll be right back. And we are back. Going to be here till 11 o'clock. Carolyn just gave us a little tidbit. We thought we had Joe in Manchester as the last guy on the planet without email. Well, it turns out her uncle also doesn't have email. Wow. I want to talk to that guy. His life just must be so awesome. I mean, I think that's actually one of the arguments he gave Carolyn for not having that email. Um, So good for him. That's all I can say. (laughs) The amount of time we spend just deleting crap. Imagine that the, all the time you spend. Let's say you spend ten minutes a day deleting crap from your mailbox, right? I spend <laughs> yeah. enough time ripping mail out of my 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 physical junk mail, right? Yeah, that's 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 seconds. Deleting crap email takes a lot longer. Ten minutes a day, do that over a lifetime. Carolyn's uncle's 
I'm sure he's probably built a few decks in all the time. That he's, <laughs> yeah. That he saved. Let's go to Mike in Bristol. What's happening, Mike? Hey, guys. Happy uh, Saturday. Yeah, you too. Hey, uh, quick question for you with regard to email. I've heard you guys talk about this a couple times, and uh, not as bad as the, your uh, previous caller that didn't have email, but I've been using sbcglobal.net forever and a day. Yeah. I've heard you talk about it going away at some point, or it could, or what have you. Um, your advice on transitioning off of that and, and any suggestions on where to go? Yes, we have... A- Three things here. So we've heard it anecdotally for years where callers have come in and their boxes are gone. And then they call Yahoo or whatever and they're like, oh, well, sorry. It's free anyways. Um, so it, But we've also gotten calls saying, oh, don't worry about it. It's going to stay, right, from people who say they've heard that from, is it Frontier or whoever's using it, SBC, I don't know who's using it or who's offering it. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's Yahoo. Um, yeah, yeah. So who's your internet provider, Mike? Uh, it's Comcast. Okay, so you have a choice, like Dennis has talked about before, by using the um, internet provider's email box. You can be at Comcast rather than at SBC Global. Right. Or you could consider Proton Mail, which is a great way to have a very secure mailbox um, and create your own at whatever you want to be address. Yeah. Okay. That you know, okay. as long as you pay for the at, you're all set. Go ahead. I'm starting to get you know notifications from Yahoo's saying that you know this email address. So you know I don't know if it's just spam or if it's actually uh, something that's going to happen. Oh, there you're getting notices that's going to go away. You broke up a little bit. You're getting notices that. What, what that did you say? Yeah. Okay. I need to upgrade my uh, email address. Okay, that's probably oh. real. Well, you he might have also gotten warnings about. Um, Changes to authentication. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going. They're going to modern authentication, and a lot of old email clients won't use that or won't use it correctly. Mm-hmm. And they've been sending out emails sporadically to people actually for years about that. It no. goes back in my mind to like 2016 when mm-hmm. I first encountered it, and I think it was when. Verizon around the time that Verizon bought Yahoo because Yahoo is That's handling right. those email accounts. Yep. And they when Verizon took over, they decided that they were going to push through uh modern authentication on all their email accounts. So people have been getting warnings ever since then. Mm-hmm. And you do have to upgrade your email client to modern software. Mm-hmm. Uh something like Thunderbird or Outlook mm-hmm. uh, will yep. work. Um, the Apple Mail app that we talked about, I think, supports modern authent- authentication. Sure. Um, okay. So that might be what you were getting warned about, or you might be, might have been warned that it's going away. I don't mm-hmm. know. Right. Yeah. I, I just don't want to wake up one morning, uh, like you said, and just have it gone. Right. You know? Um, so I'd rather make the switch now. And uh, any advice as far as, uh, you know, Obviously, I got tons of people who have the email address, some that I don't talk to for ages, and I, notific- notifying uh, you know contacts about the change. Yeah, you should be able to set up what's called a mail forwarder. You're gonna have you're gonna set up an auto response on the SBC Global email, and then they, no 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 they won't no. do it. They don't forward anymore. 
Will they give you an auto response at least? No. Well, they're not being very not helpful. Not on the free accounts. Ah. So, unfortunately, if it's free, they don't care. Sorry. You're going to have to do it the hard way. <laughs> Where you collect up a list of all your correspondence. Yeah. And you email them from your... Well, you can send it from the old address first and then send from the new one so that they know that you have control of both of those and yeah. they know who you are and let them know, stop using SBC Global and start using, what is it, Comcast? Comcast, Comcast or Proton, whatever yeah. you're going to do. Or Proton, if you set that up. Yeah. That's awful. I can't believe they're not going to give you that. That's, a, that's another thing. Well, that's what happens when it's free, guys. So It's too bad. <laughs> Take your time, though. Thank you very much. No, thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Um, you know, it's a common issue. We hear, we get that call often. SBC Global's been gone. I mean, I had a full head of hair when SBC Global existed, <laughs> and uh, they've been gone for a long time. And people still use at SBC Global. They use at SNET. These companies don't exist anymore. Um, you know, eventually, you know, I get warnings enough even on my Cox email uh, address that there's, you know, I've got too much mail in there. If you're if you've never deleted anything out of your SBC Global, they're gonna do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be like, ah, oh, this guy's got too much junk in here. Um, so four lines wide open. We're here till eleven o'clock. So another hour of computer talk. Feel free to get online. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number, and we're happy to have you. Um, feel free to and feel free to give us any kind of question you're you're looking to answer. Obviously, technology question. I don't you know. We don't do anything with gardening or building anything or anything. I can't, I can't change my own oil. Um, so don't ask us about that. And uh, everything we've talked about so far has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. So if you want, if you missed an article or you want to check it out, it'll be there for you. You can also go to the Facebook page. And if you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook and Zuckerberg deems the news worthy and you're not in Australia, anything we linked here from these news articles will get to your news feed. Um, and, of course, if you're on Twitter, if you're back on Twitter now that Elon's considering buying it, uh, we do have a Twitter feed, Tab Computer Sys. Uh, you're welcome to follow us there, and all these same news articles and, and links will get there as well. So we'll be right back after the news. Stick around. John Silva's up. Feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.